Live from Vitality Nutrition, it's the Robert Scott Bell Show. <laughs> we are coming at you live. You can only see the back, the wall behind me, so you're not going to see a lot this show unless you like looking at me. Maybe Jared St. Clair as well, who owns the store and his family for many generations, I think, at this point. And I'm grateful to him because he uh, he pumped up a lot of interest in Jonathan Emord's visit to the area. And we had a great meeting this morning at the Nutraceutical Corporation headquarters in downtown Salt Lake City. And today we are at... Uh, well, Vitality Nutrition, Bountiful Utah. Uh, our two guests scheduled our good buddy Stanford Graham is back. Is there a role for nitric oxide production as it relates to PTSD and more? Yeah, we had a question of the day as well. How about a homeopathic hit? How about a homeopathic stinger? That's what we're going to do today. That's your hint where we're going with that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, what is the CDC going to do? It's new director going to do to regain your trust. How long has it been since you trusted the CDC? I'm going on three decades, but hey, I don't know, man. I was there early, not bragging, but, but I'm glad you're here with me now. The Robert Scott Bell Show on at robertscottbell.com slash listen. Chat rooms are there. Let us know who you are, where you're, where you're joining us from. And we'll see you on the other side of this brief uh, startup moment uh, of the show. Go ahead, Super Don, press play. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, let's see if this thing's working. Welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show, live from Vitality Nutrition. Please say a prayer for my focus right, Scarlet, because it's interfacing with my computer in a funny way. Again, Super Don, for the remote. And I haven't slowed down enough to even order something to uh, uh, su suffice in a, in a time where I think the interface is, is just doing its fun thing. But we were back in studio yesterday. I guess I was kind of pushing the envelope to go do another remote in such short span of time. <laughs> But uh, so far, so good. It's acting a little clunky there, but uh, we'll make it work. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, thank you, Super Don, for yesterday. Our historic, one of its first of its kind, three-hour, 20-minute telethon in support of Jonathan Emord, I think, went off pretty much without a hitch. I mean, if there was a, you know, if I was going in and going, yeah, if those things happen, I'm like stoked if that's the worst, right? And the only thing happened was a couple of guests we needed to get on the telephone because their audio was right. not perfect. But dude, well, was... I I know you were nervous, and and yeah. I I'll be honest with you, I yeah. was too going mm -hmm. into it. But I reached a point in in prepping for that situation yesterday, and and you remember we got on we 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 got to talking about it that uh, in the morning. Yeah, I was like, you know what, I am just not going to be nervous about it. It's right. this is going to be whatever it's going to be. I You're think it's going to so be good. fine. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it did. The guests were awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh. I mean, what a lineup of of guests that were um successful people in the space that we're in that uh are really in tune with all the problems that are going on in government and the need for health freedom and, and why it's important. And, you know, how awesome was it to have Jonathan there in studio, right? Yeah. You know, with yeah, you. With Carol, and, and she was great. And we, she was Cheryl able to track and, some of the uh, donations coming in. And by the way, they're still coming in. Or is uh, one of did our Did we get a total said, from yesterday by any chance? 
No, I haven't gotten a total yet, but Dr. Hotsey was really cool. He don't, yeah. not only donated that third hour, but he donated a thousand bucks. Or as he right. said, he invested a thousand bucks in right. Jonathan E. Moore right. and the campaign to uh, save America. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you think about the pacing, everything about it, it wasn't like we had a team of 12 Clydesdales behind us. It was basically you and me, and of course, Jonathan and his uh, uh, campaign manager, Andrew, sending us a little bit of the information so we knew who was coming on. And uh, just that's why I'm stunned and, and, and amazed by the things that we can do. We're like the little the little engine that could, you know, <laughs> uh, and somehow we, we uh, defy all odds, you know, and never tell me the odds. But boy, we came through that with I I'm just super pleased. And if you missed the three hour, 20 minute broadcast, I know Mike Adams has put it out on his various platforms through brighteon.com.tv uh, and other things. Uh, the, it's never too late to support unless the campaign is over and it's not, it's just warm it up. So you guys uh, well invested in restoring America uh, via putting Jonathan E. Morton in the U S Senate. So thank you all for those of you support in various ways that you do as always. I appreciate it. So, uh, I'm just trying to, you know, stay, stay, uh, let's say upright lately because uh, the pace at which I've been on coming uh, from the event we were just at this weekend, rolling right into this live event. And we've got another event. In fact, those of you who are listening live in the Salt Lake area, uh, the Bountiful, which is just north of Salt Lake on I-15, not far. Uh, and if you're up in Ogden, it's just south of you. Uh, it's uh, Bountiful Nutrition. Jared St. Clair will hear from him. And at six o'clock local time, we're going to have a Jonathan E. Moore health freedom event at Bountiful Nutrition. It's going to, it's going to be packed back, back there. I see you can't see where the room is, but it's back there. That's where we're going to be. So I'm it's getting Bountiful Nutrition. Bountiful Nutrition. No, I, I Vitality Nutrition. Vitality in, Nutrition. YouTube, okay. Utah. A... Thank you for listening because, uh, you know, words <laughs> and sentences are getting all jumbled together. Robert Scott Bell needs an espresso. Well, I did. I did a bulletproof uh, coffee, homemade, organic this morning. Uh, Did you? But I was probably I need another one. I've got my mate, so I'm going to drink some of that right now. All right, there you go. Mm. Better than nothing. Yeah, but I, I just, you know, I need a seatbelt even when I'm not in a car right now. <laughs> just like whoa, 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 where are we going? Anyway, thank you all for being here. For those of you who are in the chat room, please say hello, and I'll take a look. Or Super Don will, so we can say hi back. It's one of those moments where I just want to be. I want to I want to kick back in this chair. I know it's not not professional. I just kind of go put my feet up, and I know how you like that super don occasionally. Just do it one from the couch, and yeah. uh, you know, just cover all the things we need to know. And, and I'll just I'll just turn it over to you. That's what I feel like doing today. But I'm not going to do it. I'm 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 going to step it up. I'm going to sit upright. Right. Say hi to my honey watching back home. If mom's watching too, and uh, we're going to get this thing. We're going to get this thing going. Uh, first story out of the gate, uh, if you go to robertscottbell.com, you can see it. Um, this is astonishing thing, because if I told Super Don this just out of the blue, he'd be like, prove it. That's just a conspiracy theory. COVID shot. You know how many COVID shots they've calculated? And now this is not me saying it. This is not any of my friends saying it. Uh, this is about uh, the CDC, apparently, or FDA. I mean, Super Don will clear this up for me. But one of those agencies, those alphabet super letter agencies, saying that it would take a million shots to prevent zero or one <laughs> death. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not trying to make light of death, but zero or one. 
And you got to get a million of these COVID shots in young people in order to prevent zero or one. And the question is, out of those million shots, how many of those kids that got those shots are going to be harmed or killed that increase the number from zero to one to 10 to 20 to 30? Who knows to what number? But the and, CDC and, doesn't have that statistics for some reason. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? They don't have yeah. that stat. So super deal. Seriously, if I came to you, am I, am I exaggerating? I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. I just tease you no, because you, you are do, so super. Don't worry critical. about it. Don't worry. About it's, it. It, 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 you know, if I said, you know, super, I bet it would take a million shots just for them to claim. Would I want to see what I want to see that data? I would absolutely yeah. want to see that data. And then all you'd have to do yeah. is go to the CDC and download a PowerPoint presentation and go to slide number 65. Can you go full screen on that? Yeah, here we go. COVID Let me get rid of the graphic here for yeah, you. Yeah, COVID-19. Estimated COVID-19 hospitalizations prevented versus potential myocarditis cases for every million mRNA COVID-19 vaccine doses in 12 to 17-year-olds. Okay? So this is not Superdon making it up. It's not RSB making it up. It's per million doses in 12 to 17 year olds over six months coming from where the CDC uh, let's see it claims 19 to 95 hospitalizations may be prevented uh, five to 19 ICU admissions may be prevented uh, zero to one death prevented. Isn't that the main argument? I mean, I know they try to say hospitalizations. They, they said severity and then they said uh, transmission and then they said prevent. I mean, none of it worked. And you're going to believe anything that they say other than why would they put saving zero to one death in a million shots? Because that doesn't look good to them. So if you say they're making this stuff up, that one, they should have made up something better. Because right that there defeats any argument that a young person well, should ever get. If you, if you think about yeah. what it was that they were making you afraid of, that, you know, during the pandemic, it wasn't like you need to be extremely scared and afraid because you <laughs> might have to go to the hospital. Yeah. No, that's not, it wasn't that. It wasn't, you might uh, have to go to the ICU. Mm. It was, you're going to die. Yeah. That right? Was that's what that everybody said. You are going to, now, you know, listen. Save you from death. Uh, one death is too many. Mm -hmm. Okay? It is. Whatever you die from. Mm -hmm. uh, but if what they're saying is that it takes a million doses of the vaccine to prevent maybe one death, where is the uh, the the efficacy in this vaccine? Yep. A million, a million to say million? zero to one. It's an estimate. It could be zero. It could be zero. But let's just yeah. let's we'll throw in one to, so in at one. least it looks like it's doing something, right? Well, look at the st the stats on hospitalizations and ICU admissions prevented. But you know how are they delineating that from the VARES? Uh, database, which we you know they've they've monkeyed with now, that shows that this this injection or series of injections has more adverse events associated with it than all other uh, vaccines. Per, you know, uh, we'll say reported to the. But various, see, where's that slide on this presentation? Yeah, yeah. it doesn't exist. Not shown. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't exist. They don't acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. They don't admit to it. So here here's a question, and we'll answer this a little bit later. Um, you know, what do you think could be done to regain your trust in these injections they wrongly call vaccines? You know, the next round that they want you to get. Is there anything that could be said or done that would convince you, okay, this time I think they're for real in it? 
<laughs> and they actually have something that's going to protect me as opposed to kill me or harm me or my children, etc. Is there anything? And and I, I guess I think I know the answer to that for those of you here in the Robert Scott Bell Show audience. But uh, it's not going to stop the new CDC director trying to do something. What that is, we'll we'll try and find. We might need an electron is that an microscope hour to find it. What? That is, is that an hour two? Yeah, it or is. Or? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm teasing it. No, oh, no, no, no. It's, no, it's actually the bottom hour. of this yeah. hour. Okay, We're going to get good. to it. It's the bottom of this good, hour. Good, good, good. But okay. I, I'm just going to say it's going to take an electron microscope to find out <laughs> what the CDC is, <laughs> is doing <laughs> to regain your trust, which means it is so small, it is not possible to see with a, not only the naked eye, but your most powerful light microscope can't see it. So we're going to see if we can find it under an electron microscope sometime this hour. I actually have isolated uh, everything that the new CDC director says in this article that we're going to cover, all of the steps that she's going to take to uh, regain trust. So we'll we'll see if we can find something there. Okay, this will be great. I'm excited we're going to find it because we care. We care so much about the new CDC director and and, uh, her concern. We believe in second chances on this show, right? Don't we? I know. Right? I know we do. Uh, I don't know about 10th and 12th and 18th. I mean, you know, we've got patience, but, uh, you know, fool me once, can wear shame on yeah, George fool Bush. Fool me a hundred times. Yes. Who are we shaming now? Yes. Uh, so the COVID shot, it would take a million shots to maybe prevent zero to one deaths in the 12 to 17 year old category. And yet hasn't the- there he is. We have to read lips though. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, now we got some sound. It's just randomly messing with me. So what happens if you just go with this mic here? Will you still have problems with the with the broadcast? Uh, oh, I don't think so. But any any okay. or, or uh, sound, you'll be hearing it because it would be the built in from the computer. So I'll yep. just have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It kicked back in. It's just so weird. Like I said, I don't think you guys are praying hard enough. You got some kind of conflict going on there. All right, so quick, get it out. 12 to 17-year-olds. Yeah, the 12 to 17-year-olds that shouldn't be getting any shots, much less the ones for COVID. And I think what I was going to say is that the CDC, last I heard, uh, recommended for six months and up. The FDA was going to approve it for that. And based on no emergency use authorization either. So uh, you got to explain to me, Superdon, or somebody how is it they're getting away with it? I know they get away with a lot because they're authoritarians, but how can they in any way, shape, or form legally claim that they have a new shot coming out that's a, that's okay well, for six months and Correct me if I'm wrong. I was reading something that earlier to, uh, this morning. Is this yeah. one on an EUA as well? Well, how else would they bring it out? Because it's not gone through full-on clinical trials phase three. I thought there wasn't an emergency anymore. That's what I thought too. So that's my point. That's my point in asking the question. How is it possible that despite the emergency being lifted by Biden and everybody else, that they have another COVID injection, mRNA style, uh, for a new variety they're claiming. And, they, and they're giving it for six months of aging up this fall or starting now. Explain to me on what basis, even though I would argue the EUA was a weak basis, if at all, because they attacked anybody who could treat it, which would make the EUA null and void for the COVID injection. So you explain to me how they're getting away with it, how they're coming forward with this. Where is the emergency use authorization still in effect? Am I missing it? Did we miss that? Because we're looking through electron microscopes. Now we need to look through what? Our own eyes are benign. I don't know. Somebody please help me understand what the hell is going on 
how are they promoting COVID jabs to this day, injections to this day without an EUA? Is there an EUA that I'm unaware of that the health department's Department of Health and Human Services is saying, well, we didn't need one from the president, even though they're an executive branch agency, unconstitutional as they may be. Is there something I missed on this emergency that's still going on? Is it like the uh, the 1933 declaration of uh, bankruptcy on the congressional record that still every two years is basically re-upped? I'm asking because I'm I'm serious. That one I know is automatically re-upped every two years. But what is going on with COVID so-called emergency? It was lifted. Has it been secret? Are we on double secret probation from Dean Wormer? Seriously, super not anything. Is there is there a declared emergency we're not aware of the se- the, the double secret probation emergency? All right, so I'm looking at something here, Moderna. Yeah. No, this is, this is, uh, oh, you know, isn't it interesting? This happened on September 11th, by the way, too, uh, that the, the Moderna got the U S FDA approval. Mm-hmm. I, I just, whatever. It's a coincidence, I guess. But, yeah. um, let me just show you here. This is from Moderna here, the, the Moderna website. Okay. And let me zoom in here as best I can here. September 11th, 2023. Isn't that an interesting date to get this, uh, update from Moderna? 9-11, So get the reading glasses here. All right. Today, Moderna today announced that the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, has approved the Supplemental Biologics License Application for SpikeVax for ages 12 years and above. And here it is. Emergency use authorization for the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine was also received for individuals six months through 11 years of age. Where is the emergency? Um, especially for six months to 11 years of age. Those are the kids that are not supposed to be getting this. Mm-hmm. Or if they if they do, it, it's not serious. But but they're saying that there is an emergency use authorization yep. for it, but where's the emergency? I don't know. Where's the declared state of emergency, health emergency, I, public I, health I emergency? Know. That's a good question. Come on. Somebody in this audience has got to be smarter than us to find this out. <laughs> Or else they're just flaunting it and they're going, we don't even need it anymore. We're just going to say it's a perpetual EUA and you guys are not going to get it. And we'll we'll let me get Moderna on the phone here. Maybe they can explain. Please do. uh, Yeah. So EUA still being used for Mm -hmm. these vaccines, you know, and here's the thing. What was the big uh, issue with the vaccine? You know, we're talking about trust, right? Yeah. How how can we get people to trust? Which, by the way, did you did you see that Pfizer uh, has come out with a forecast as to what the uh, the vaccine uh, rate is going to be this year. Yeah, 24%. 24%. No, 24%. Why would that be? Could it be Satan? No. Yeah. Uh, could it be uh, that people are wary, wary, and I know the answer. This is, this is the, one of the big reasons why people didn't want to get the vaccine to begin with when this happened three years ago, yeah. because it was not approved in the normal process. They just, they rushed the testing. You know, we really don't, it's a brand new thing. We don't know much about it. Uh, you know, we, we looked at it for a couple of weeks and it looks good enough for us. And here you go. Let's, let's inject you in the arm with it. And people were like, Whoa, Hey, hold on a second. You know, that doesn't sound right to me. 
but but because it was an emergency, that was their reason, right? It's an emergency. We got to get this thing out now. We don't have the time to be able to test it like we normally would. You know, people are going to die if we don't take a chance on this here. We're pretty sure that it's going to be okay. You know, so let's save some lives and and give it the best educated guess that we can. A million now, shots to save now Europe. three and a half, four years. How long has it been now? Three and a half years ish. Yeah. Um, they're rolling out this new vaccine. Basically, it's not. A lot of people are calling it a booster, but it's not a booster because it's it's a it's a new vaccine. Uh, it's not it's not a booster of the old vaccine. This is the new and improved COVID shot. And they're rolling it out on an EUA. That that's the whole reason why people were were reluctant before is because it's an emergency use. It hasn't been tested, you know, long enough to know if it's okay or there are going to be any long term side effects. Uh, so yeah. The question is why, why, why are we having an emergency youth youth authorization for six months to eleven years old? How many six month old babies are falling over dead from COVID? I haven't seen that headline. Have you? Not at all. No. And we just had a, a look at. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong, you know, but I. I I haven't seen our it. friend Lori says my not vax granddaughter had COVID beat in a day. She was three year olds at the time. You know, the COVID that's going around right now. And, and I'll just say, you know, you know, a few days ago when I was sick. Yeah. Whatever they're claiming it is. Yes. Right. So I, I I'm going to fall back. I, I fell back into that category because mm-hmm. both my wife, when I got it with this bug that's going around and, and uh, I was like, Oh, I wonder, I wonder what this is. You know, there's like mm-hmm. this the little, this new COVID that's going around. Uh, and I was reading this morning, there was a headline it was on, I think it was on NBC, NBC news mm-hmm. talking about the new COVID and what the symptoms are. And here's what the symptoms are. Mm-hmm. Sore throat followed by congestion. Now that's what I got. I got, I got a sore throat and it was followed, followed by how some can they, really, how many ways can they repackage cold flu on and on it goes? No, right? it sucked. It did. I mean, yeah, it, it was. It, how many but, times did we have colds and flus growing up that sucked? Here's what I'm going to say, though. Call it whatever you want. But everybody in my household, all of my, you know, the grandkids and everything like that, they got this bug that was going around, and they were sick for a few days. It sucked. It was kind of like a bad cold. The congestion was was pretty pretty significant. You know, it was one of those things where you, you can't breathe through your nose, so you breathe through your mouth, and you wake up in the middle of the night, and you feel like the Sahara Desert in your in your mouth and your throat, you know, because you're breathing through your mouth. But, you know, that was it. So here's the thing. But if if you don't believe in COVID, then I got a cold. Yep. If you do believe in COVID, then these symptoms are minimal. They're like yeah. a cold. They're just annoying. So emergency, again, let's go back to it. Emergency use authorization for this new vaccine that Moderna has, has come out with for six months to 11 years old. Why? Perpetual state of fear, anybody, profit, anybody. Um, how is it that they would validate anybody has what they claim is COVID? Oh, I'm sorry. Isn't that the PCR test still? Yes. Oh, was that test validated and standardized? Oh, it wasn't? Oh, it was an emergency use authorization test? Oh, it still is an emergency use authorization? Coming back where we started, Super D, where is the emergency? Where is the declared emergency that they get to use this stuff like this? Besides Moderna claiming something. 
I don't know. Come on, man. You have know. got to help me out, Super D. I we wish are, I had the answer to that one, but I don't because I'm, I'm just kind of as confused as you are. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. The the hubris, if you can call it that, I don't like that term in this in this case, but the abject criminality, yes, that would be one thing that they're continuing to per- pursue this agenda. And again, we're going to find out. We are going to wheel out that electron microscope and see if we can find what the head of the CDC is doing to restore trust and faith in science or the CDC as a uh, harbinger of some kind of scientific process for which they wouldn't recognize if it bit them on the aspirin or stung them, as the case may be, considering I'm hinting at my homeopathic hit for the day. If you guys want to know what that is, go to robertscatbell.com and you can download the PDF document for free. Super D, I don't know. I still don't understand why you're giving this stuff away. I just don't know. You're just ridiculous. Ho, ho, ho. You're like, yeah, Santa Super Don is what you are. Totally. So uh, let's see what else is going on here. All right. We've got uh, ADHD drugs. All right. Let's talk a little bit more drugs. Um, ADHD, the made up condition. And I say this here because there is no blood test for ADHD. There's no hair analysis test. There's no urine test. There's no objective test to say, yep, your son definitely has ADHD. It's a behavioral disorder, you can call it, based on symptoms that are associated with, again, behavior, you know, fidgety. Uh, You can't concentrate for long periods of time. Now, I never deny these symptoms are real. That's not my point. But by calling it a disease, now you can drug it. If you don't have a disease, you can't drug it. And of course, the drug matches the symptoms or, in a sense, suppresses the symptoms. But with ADHD drugs, you got to realize if we go back to Ritalin, which is methylphenidate, and I've said this so many times over the years. I mean, heck, I've been out this for this is my 24th year broadcasting. You think I might repeat myself occasionally? Hopefully not too much, except where it matters. And here it matters. Methylphenidate is very close and chemically related to which PMP, basically the shortcut is PMP, methylphenidate, is very close to PCP, which you all know if you're old enough, was a street drug known as angel dust, which was one of the most devastatingly disastrous ones before fentanyl came on the scene. And they basically give your kid a drug to fry their neurons. Yeah, that's right. You heard me right. To overstimulate and fry the brain cells so they just stop functioning. And you're like, remember Jack Nicholson at the end of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Sorry if I ruined the ending for anybody, but that show, that movie came out, what, in the 1970s or 80s at the, early, at the latest, early 80s? This is, well, this is the allopathic medical monopoly. This is why I say, if you want your kids to be healthy, keep them away from doctors. Outside of emergency trauma care when appropriate, and even then, you want to combine it with homeopathy and herbs and supplements and and hydration and hydrogen, all of that, and get them out as fast as possible. And don't let nutritionists that are not nutritionists, really registered dietitians, try to feed you in a hospital. They'll feed you everything sponsored by Pepsi and Coca-Cola, whether it has aspartame and food colorings, doesn't matter to them. That's just fine. Get your sugar in you. Here's Here's some sugar and ensure. We'll get you going again. I don't have a lot of nice things to say about allopathic medicine when it comes to ADHD or much else other than, again, putting you back together again after an accident. 
ADHD drug errors. Let's talk errors now. I'm, you know, I've, I've just mentioned some things that happen. You know, you just give the drug and this can happen. We're talking errors. They've quadrupled in 20 years. Now, what that actually means, the errors, are you, are you given too much? Are you not given enough? Are you given the wrong drug? What is going on when they say errors? Because I think the first error is when a doctor writes a prescription for methylphenidate. And then <laughs> you follow the root, me? The root of all errors would be that one, right? Right. St- start so, and stop right there. So here, here, here's basically in a nutshell, about 54% of the errors that they are talking about here, they occurred when somebody was accidentally given or took their medication twice. Uh, approximately 13% of the cases, someone inadvertently took or was given someone else's medication. Uh, and another 13% of the cases involved the wrong medication being taken or given. And, and here's the thing. These errors, uh, for the most part, were happening at home. They weren't happening like in a, in a you know, like a treatment or a health, health care facility. Mm-hmm. But these were kids between uh, the ages of 6 and 12. And... Um, some of those those situations did lead to having to go to the hospital, being admitted to the hospital, and and possibly even in a critical care unit. Another four percent of the cases were associated with serious medical outcomes, such as agitation, tremors, seizures, and changes in, in uh, mental status. So it, it would appear that in this story, the the errors that they're talking about were happening at home hmm. with prescribed medications. So, so let me you ask know. you, let me ask you this question: Put on your Doctor Super Don hat. What would the error rate drop to if the first error was not uh, committed? Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean that's 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 a no prescribing no brainer. The drug, yes. Yeah, that's that's a no brainer on that one. Um, The I I don't know. You know, every time that we cover one of these stories about kids on ADHD, Mm -hmm. um, look, mistakes happen. I think I think if you did a study on people taking any medication at home. Mistakes yeah. happen. I took too many. I forgot if I took it or not, you know, or I missed it or, or, you know, I accidentally got it mixed up with, you know, a different pill or something like that. these types of things happen. But oops, hold on. Oops. I just, I just opened up the, oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. The thing. So yeah, you just went back in time. It sounds so, good. Actually, the show sounds pretty good. I have to say. All right. So listen here for me, the takeaway yeah. on these stories, and this is no different here. Yeah. When they're talking about how there was an, a, a 300% increase in medication errors, um, what what if we did, did the math on that? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the bigger story is that over the last 20 years or whatever it is that they're saying here, yeah. um, or two, yeah, two decades, um, is this somehow related to an increased prescribing of these drugs to kids Good over question. the last... Two decades? I think that's probably what I would like to see is a total number. What's the total number of kids that are being prescribed? We, I've, we've had this number before. I just don't have it in front well, of me. Well, yeah, I think it's safe to say that over the years doing this broadcast, even before you, much less with you in, what, 16 plus years now, the rates of children on these drugs has increased percentage-wise. Ritalin, that was the yeah. one that everybody talked about back in the day. I think they've got a bunch of different medications Oh, they've added now. more into the mix, yeah. But, yeah, I mean... None of these are drug deficiencies. All There's the kids no are on Ritalin. Yeah. That was the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so the question is, you know, gosh. So where is the doctor or pediatrician looking to restore the integrity to the gut, the gut microbiome, the microbiome itself? 
None of these considerations are there because if we focus there in the gut brain connection and everything associated with nutrition that travels through the gut, much less neurotransmitters that are produced thanks to a lot of the gut microbiota, and we go into essential fats, we go into the endocrine, the hormone, all of that coming through the gut. <sighs> How many of these errors would be occurring if pediatricians instead and doctors instead went, hey, you know what? Let's shore up the gut. We put your kid on 10 rounds of antibiotics. Might not be good. And I wonder what I can do to repair the damage caused by the toxic chemicals I prescribed as a doctor, right? And, and then we look at a complete correction. Now, if you, you know, we've covered some of the remedies associated with agitation, right? It's like, right, we've done the homeopathic hits on a number of things. You guys can now figure out some of these remedies without me. But if we recognize that the agitation starts with the gut not in, in good shape, then creating inflammatory pathways or access to routes of ingestion that are not supposed to be in, you know, let's say fully assimilated or absorbed through the, the mucosal lining of the gut. Now having access and free reign, you have inflammatory cascades and those inflammatory cascades can affect the brain and nervous system and, and behavior as well, much less the various endocrine glands, you know, of a child or uh, an adolescent, pancreas, um, thyroid, um, adrenals, all of these things being affected and impacted. And none of these drugs are going to do anything but burn those things out along the way to future and further medications. Well, and, and they, they numb kids, too. You know, yeah, they turn they turn them into zombies. I, I, I've seen kids on, on this type of medication before. That was the point of my reference yeah. to remember at the end of Jack Nicholson movie, One Flew mm -hmm. Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm -hmm. That was my reference. It's turning them into just, you know, they, they got nothing left. Yeah. Another crime of the allopathic community. And, you know, the, the behavioral side of this, the worst thing you can do to a kid that, that is going through this is to try and 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 somehow expect that kid to just bottle up that energy and not do something with it. Mm -hmm. And and that's yeah. what you see the happening, right? This is the reason why they're given the medication. We, you know, we, and there are other ways that you can redirect that. Sure. You know, uh, I, I think uh, you know a six pack of Bud Light. Yeah, absolutely. Clearly, yeah, that's right. I'm Fire just crackers. kidding. Yeah. It's now Modelo. My wife says Modelo has replaced all the Bud Light sales. Is that By true? the way, the, the yeah. statistic, I did find it in this article. That it yeah. says over 3 million uh, children currently wow. are taking ADHD medication. That's 3 million too many, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. How, how did we get here? It's a long road that we got here, that, that we have a significant portion of the population still completely unaware of how dangerous it is to take their children to pediatricians and, and other doctors, allopathic doctors. And yet still the mainstream media who, what, runs on drugs, runs on drug money, continues to editorialize and calls herbalists and homeopaths and naturopaths and chiropractors, tries to lump them into that, you know, that old term quackery. Even today in 2023 still is the prevailing uh, you know, predominant view as they only go to allopathic doctors primarily. Again, there are exceptions. Things are changing. I'm not going to say nothing's changed. But to see 3 million kids in America, at least according to these stats on these drugs, tells me there are 3 million abject failures who are medical doctors. 
or if it's more than one per doctor, maybe less, but still, that's a significant amount of allopaths that have a medical degree, and they are not using the sense that God gave them to prescribe these drugs. Now, granted, they're trapped in a medical model, which I've acknowledged. They graduate with you know half a million in debt or a quarter million in debt, and then they're controlled by their medical boards, and they're controlled also by those that get any kind of government uh, insurance scheme money. Medicare, Medicaid, et cetera, to then be uh, limited to what they could actually tell you, like a doctor who, and this is one of the things Jonathan Ebor brings up on the campaign trail when he talks about these doctors, is like they're frightened for their very livelihoods, much less their life sometimes. They could be put in prison for some kind of fraud against the government because they didn't do the quote unquote standard of care in Medicare and Medicaid to prescribe drugs, 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 and only drugs. If they say, hey, I've prescribed um, some physiotherapy, I've prescribed some organic food, uh, 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 clean water. I mean, these are the things that could literally get them tagged as fraudsters and then be made to pay back with fines everything across the board. For one case, they extrapolate that to their entire practice and, again, destroy them because they won't be able to pay the fines or pay the money that the government now says that they're owed. So. The mistake was made when we look to the government as a, a regulatory authority and people say, well, it's not the government that regulates, it's just my medical board. It's like, what is the medical board? How is it given life artificially through government fiat? A medical board then is a, is a controlling monopoly over your ability, doctor, practice. And of course, they attempt to go after anybody who would compete with that regulated monopoly. But the regulation isn't to protect the interests of these children. The regulation is to protect the interest of the monopoly, and the monopoly is run by what? The pharmaceutical industrial complex that is owning and controlling every branch of our government on seemingly every level. So it's, a, you know, what do you talk about a disastrous crisis of trust as we go into the CDC discussion? I want to get into that in just a moment. But I haven't had a chance to pause and say thank you to those folks that support the Robert Scott Bell Show. I mean, yesterday we did a three-hour tour in support of Jonathan Emord, and I hope that uh, if you're new to the Robert Scott Bell Show, you'll come over to robertscottbell.com and see all these wonderful banners that we have up on the side of the page, or if it's on your phone, it'll be way at the bottom of the page. You keep scrolling down, that you'll see those that support this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty. Right there, you see IPAC, ipac-edu.org. James Lyons-Weiler, Dr. Jack, is a sensational PhD researcher who's bringing integrity back into the sciences and many fields of intellectual endeavor. And you could take coursework from the standard courses you remember from high school, but actually way better to other uh, various fields of uh, intellectual inquiry that you will be so richly rewarded for learning about that you have that interest and you lost that interest, but bring it on back. And go check out what James, Dr. Jack, has at ipac-edu.org. And we'll get him back on soon to talk about some of these things as well. There's so, so many awesome, awesome things to do. Uh, uh, by the way, I just got some yeah. breaking news. Yes. I literally got this. It popped up on my screen. I think it's mm -hmm. important that we let everybody know this breaking news. Okay. Vanna White has signed a two-year Wheel of Fortune deal with a substantial pay increase. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I don't know why I got this this uh, this 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 news alert, but Breaking I did. News. Well, apparently, you know what? She's currently she's currently making three million dollars a year. Yeah. To walk up and down a stage and turn the letters on the on the board. Yeah. But she's um, old. But she's old now, right? She yeah. 
uh, I, I, apparently she's getting she's going to get more now because she hasn't gotten a, a, a pay raise in 20 years. I'm sure that makes all women feel really great. Three million dollars. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, women okay. who who are moms and take care of their, their kids and the home and the, the husband, <laughs> they can't be paid enough. But <sighs> three million. Reality. Wow. Good Lord. Okay. Anyway, right, who I else to say thanks yes. to our friends uh, Richardson Nutrition uh, for Laetril, your vitamin B seventeen, Folium PX. Uh, Bobbery said yesterday. I don't know if anybody's taken advantage of this. I haven't talked with him today, but he said if anybody wants to buy a full year supply of the Folium PX products, he said it's like twelve hundred bucks to do it full on. He's going to donate, and I don't know. I think it was just one, but. For any, for any of you that want to do that in support of Jonathan Eboard and also get something awesome in return, feel good about it, um, go to foleyandpx.com and reach out. There's phone numbers on the website. You can reach out to Bobbrey and say, hey, I want to do that in support of Jonathan Eboard and your own health because it is a Chernobyl-level antioxidant that is correcting a lot of the fires in your body, whether it be radioactive or otherwise. Uh, so that's the difference for my mom. And hi, mom. How you doing? I called you earlier, but you didn't answer, but I uh, went to voicemail. Just let you know. Check it in. Uh, but all is well, although I'm so busy. And you can see there we are live from Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful. That picture. Go ahead and put that picture back up. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we are right now. I'm in that building. Right there. Uh, that you can see pictured there. See, what else we got on this screen? We got the Silver Aloe Protocol that Superdon is. I've got to expand it. I've got to get back to it. This, I think as after today with the Jonathan Emort event, I'll have some semblance of sanity. I'm not going anywhere this weekend. Next weekend, I'll be in Houston uh, for the Healing Strong 10-year anniversary. So keep scrolling down on that mm -hmm. page. Uh, we got the relaxed saunas. Uh, we had uh, uh, Phil on uh, while we were in Las Vegas. And you can get the relaxed sauna that I utilize now. And you get $100 off the promo code RSB. So take advantage of that. It is it's definitely sauna season. You can see all the links to really good quality food like the carnivore bar. RSB 10 gives you discounts. Um, scrolling down, Echo. We've got links to the Echo water. And, and what did we say yesterday on the air? Uh, Paul was going to donate a significant sum of all the sales that are coming through uh, to the uh, super pack. That's at echo.ws slash emord. Now we're not going to see any quote unquote direct benefit, but I'm happy that if you buy through there, that Jonathan Emord is oh, yeah, super pack to support him. Yeah. Absolutely. We want to see him in there. We'll all be better if he's in the U S Senate energy bits are on deal. You got RSB 20 to get the uh, freeze dried, uh, great uh, super nutrition. Uh, we have uh, the pure body extra, the colloidal. And just zeolite. above that's the Q streaming. Yeah, Q streaming is there, right? So you yep. can click on that and see everything. Uh, let's see what else we got. Sovereign Copper. You can go to choosetobehealthy.com, get all of our whole food nutrients that we utilize here. Uh, there's the Cardio Miracle. We'll have Stan, Stanford Graham coming on an hour too. We'll talk more about nitric oxide as it relates to PTSD and other things. There's now the, <clears throat> the Live Green, Live Clean or Contact Organics instead of glyphosate infested uh, garbage to spray on your weeds. You got that now. Let's see, 20% off on a lot of the silver, just direct links that'll get you there, Trinity School of Natural Health. Uh, we got uh, the organic, uh, what is that, nursery.com? That's yep. it. That, that's for the uh, pick flicaseed soil, right? That's right. Yep. RSB5, get 5% off orders of uh, $10 or more. Orange Guard, which is uh, the delimiting-based pest control that doesn't require cancer warnings. Safe to use around the house in the greenhouse. We got the certified organic USDA grown hemp CBD in, in America through Nutritional Frontier, CBDNF.com, free shipping on all orders until they tell me otherwise. Silverite pillows, you can set up your own account at UPMA, United Precious Metals Association. You can get more gold and silver through K&E, 
We, I mean, all of these things we want you to have access to the best sources that we have, the Health Ranger Store, Goldbacks. Uh, you can support us directly on Patreon and say thanks for those of you that are really enjoying the free <laughs> homeopathic hits that Super Don's putting out there, which is awesome. And, and your book. See, and the book, of course. Anything there else uh, there you can do or get. And I, I, I'm not sure if that's everything, but uh, I'm grateful that we could relate that to everybody. Yes. All right. <clears throat> so let's talk about the CDC. You know, Rachel Walensky really, I mean. Rochelle. Or Rochelle, sorry. Don't be talking is it Rachel? about no, Rachel. No, I guess it is Rochelle. It's Rochelle Walensky. But anyway, she's retired probably to move on. I forget what job she's going to get or did get. But um, yeah, she'll get the revolving door treatment in a good way for her. But no, no, no. Uh, we're not uh, fans of that revolving door. Now, the CDC wants your trust back. Somebody else uh, took her place. Back. Yeah. What's and her name? Mandy Cohen, I think. Yeah, Mandy Cohen. Right? Look at her. Yeah. There she is. Doesn't Mandy she look Cohen. like so she's so trustworthy? She looks like the soccer mom across the street. Right? She looks like the one that will be talking about you behind your back. Oh, you, you know, think so? Give you, give you lovey-dovey to your face. Oh, you're so great. And then behind your back, like, do you know really? what Robert Scott Bell said? I didn't get that impression. That's what I see. I see that in her. Hey, Jared, you want to join me? Yeah, I don't know if you have a chair we could fit in here. Yeah, uh, or you can you can you can do your squats next to me and try to do it without a chair. <laughs> right? I know. I did. Uh, uh, there was the, these uh, 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 vibrating plates. We're gonna get to the story with Jared. He's gonna like. We're gonna like that. Get, let me get off of that. There you go. go oh ahead. yeah, that's right. You guys had like a, a plank uh, challenge. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you about that in just a sec. Let me just get Jared in here, and I'll turn the. Uh, the camera over hopefully we can get both of us in here there we go yeah i think we're in here good all right there you are jared jared st Clair, my buddy my brother let me turn up your microphone and hopefully they last go ahead talk Howdy. get you in there Good, right there there you go so um you're not going to hear me through your headphones okay. but right. we're going to hear us through that because i only have one output i need a, a <laughs> the why thing from that. that's the only downside for this but it's okay we're going to hear it through here and they're super don uh jared by the way thank you for hosting be here on the show today and thank you for hosting jonathan emord at six o'clock local time today absolutely and uh, so jerry, happy to have him and you jerry connected us through uh nutraceutical his friends there and we had a nice meeting this morning i did an instagram live for those of you who follow me at ask rsb and uh stand by i haven't had there we go okay it. let's see are we back Yep. All right. So you did an Instagram video. Yeah. So we did an Instagram live uh, on which got uh, hijacked. Did you happen to notice that? Yeah, I didn't understand how that. I well, I, I handed don't it to, I handed it to Jonathan's wife. Okay. Uh, Cheryl, and she she asked me, "It's like what happened?" I'm like, "I have no idea." <laughs> I was watching it. All of a sudden, there's yeah. somebody's top of somebody's head. It was like looking. At the, it's, I don't know. They were opening up a cabinet and doing some stuff, whatever, like that. But you could still hear everything that was going on. So. Yeah, it was all good, dude. All right. Well, we're connected again. So anyway, that was the fun we had this morning. We're going to have some more fun uh, this evening. And uh, Jared, again, just so, so amazing. And we're going to be uh, presenting together on the stage. I don't know how we're going to do that. It's going to be awesome. I, I don't know. Either, I think it's going to be great. As long as everybody listening thinks it's great. I think. Okay, right. No, I think I think they are going to think it's great. <laughs> so we're going to have fun talking on subjects that uh, the, the Your Health Freedom Utah is it called. Uh, yeah. Kristen Chevrier is putting on. Yep. 6th and 7th of October, uh, and that's uh, coming up in a few weeks. I got the Houston event with Healing Strong first, and I'll be back for that. 
So I'm looking forward to that. Now, um, I was just going to talk about, you know how you go to these events and shows, sometimes you can see all kinds of cool devices. Uh-huh. And these Vibra plates have been around for a while. You stand on them. You, some yeah, of them got have, one in the next. You have one, yeah. So they're really cool. So this guy, Dr. Hugo, a uh, funny guy, he must be in his 70s, might even be 80, and he's just dancing, and he's doing Michael Jackson hip thrust while playing music, and it's just a fun atmosphere. We're having fun with him. But he says, yeah, if you can do a plank on this thing while it's on for 20 minutes, I'll give it to you for free, like a $2,000 thing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I can do that. I can plank for 20 minutes. For 20 minutes? While, like, while it's on a, so yeah. I wanted to feel what it was like, and I finally got on it, and I'm like, Dude, after a minute and a half, I had to pee. It was shaking up my bladder. It was like crazy. I was like, no, I got to guess. The first rule of vibration plates is pee first. Right. I learned that. Yeah. So I, I came back and did it again for like two and a half minutes. And I'm like, and I can feel it's the workout you get doing that. If you ever planked on that thing, it's intense. And uh, but yeah, that's why he said, I'll give it to you for free because mm-hmm, he knows mm-hmm. nobody's going to do 20 minutes on that thing anyway. But that was some of the fun stuff we got to do. Now, Jared, I want you in on this subject. The CDC wants you back. They're like. Jared St. Clair, you don't trust us. There's something wrong. What can we do that you'll regain our trust? You'll trust us again. So mm-hmm. the new the new head of CDC, some Cohen, what's her name? Mandy. Mandy Cohen. You Mandy look at Cohen. Her. And I, I'm looking at her. I see the woman that talks nice to your face and, and, and just yaps about how horrible uh-huh. you are behind your back. That's uh-huh. my sense of her. Super Don doesn't see it. But no. I look at faces and I see this. There's deception in this. I think you're prejudging, but it's okay. She, she looks crazy. She doesn't she? <laughs> she's a little she unhinged. Her, her one cheek has gone weird and everything. So yeah. no, the oh, thing boy. is, when you do what I like the shadow on the one side of her face. Yeah. Right. So you got the light side and the dark right? side. Yeah. yeah. She's got <laughs> it going, and the dark side is dominant here. <laughs> uh, but Super Don, you got to understand when you do what we do. Jared's been, you know, in this forever, basically. And you start seeing patterns in people and you can look at them and, and, and you know already some of the things about them, not because you're psychic. And this was the thing about when I learned from my homeopathic uh, teacher long ago when he looked at me and told me everything about my history in a few minutes of meeting him. And I thought he was a psychic. And it was mm-hmm. like, now I know what he was seeing 30 years later. Yeah. It's like, dude, you recognize these patterns. And it's like you could argue it's energy, too. I'm not going to say it's not. But they physically manifest super D is the point is when I see a face, it can tell me a lot without even meeting or hearing or talking no. now. OK, I could yes. be and I'll, I'll admit I could be biased against her because she said at the CDC, I'm human. It could happen. That, right. That's a, a pretty obvious that's, bias for people right? like us. Right. Yeah. So the question is, what is she going to do to regain the trust that we almost never had? Well, OK, and let's 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 go. But let's look at perspective here on this. OK, because. Let's just be fair. There probably is nothing she could do to get your trust. Okay. I mean, we'll just, so let's look at this from, from a different way. Let's say okay. she's, she's going to go after the people that maybe are right, just right in the fence, right? Mm-hmm. The people that saw what happened over the last three years, uh, how they just, how they just com- completely screwed the pooch on the situation, right? They didn't tell the truth. You know, they, they gave conflicting messages, you know, and all that stuff. So if let's say you are Mandy Cohen and you're going to take over for Rochelle Walensky now, and you're going to get in their CDC, you're going to, you're going to switch things up. You are going to correct the mistakes of the last three and a half years. You're going to, you're going to rebuild people's trust. What what would list off just like two, three, two or three things that you think that she could do with the CDC to regain the trust of those right in the fence people. I, I know one thing, and Jared, you can concur or, or add to this, is admit 
that you lied or your agency that you are heading now lied about COVID vaccine, which is not a vaccine, safety and efficacy. How about that? I think that's probably, a reasonable start. Yeah, that'd well, be that's number one. Yeah. If, if you if you've broken someone's trust, the only way to regain it is first to admit that you lied. Right. Mm-hmm. And then go forward. Not lying. Yes. Right. I mean, that's start a creating a new thing. track record. Yeah. Oh, she's telling the truth about that. And that. Right. And I, oh, OK. There might be a new sheriff in town. Right. Is that what's happening? Super Don? That's the question. Is this article uh, will reveal all well, as we look at it under an electron microscope? I've isolated the list of things from this article that she's going to be doing to regain the, the, the public's trust. So let's, okay, let's just put it look at the screen. List let's see. All right. So here we go. Uh, first thing she's going to do. Let me get rid of the graphic. Okay. Uh, she's going to go on a trust tour. Um, The trust tour, she's going to be traveling to various states like New York and Wisconsin to directly communicate with the public and acknowledge the agency's past mistakes. Now, okay, that sounds promising. Okay, but here's what I would suggest she do on her trust tour. Visit with the families of those who have injured or lost their lives due to these COVID injections. Have her stand on the edge of the stage with her back to that audience and do a trust fall. Right. <laughs> would <laughs> you see. do that, Robert? I don't well, know if I would even do that. But Well, but. look, if people love and care about you, they're going to catch you. I think that she's going to learn that no matter what she does to that audience, as you, to your point, yes. they're going to let her fall because there is no trust. Could be. And I have compassion for people, but I don't think there's uh, any in- integrity in what she's saying. Because as we go through this list and carry on, what is she going to do to regain the trust of not us go ahead jerry robert look at these states new york wisconsin and washington that's where she's going that's what it says right states like new york wisconsin washington those are pretty safe states for her Mm. she's not going to any of the more conservative states the more the states that gave more pushback i don't see florida on there texas texas Texas, utah right uh so i mean new york she probably still has a lot of trust over there right Mm. That's well, pretty safe space. Yeah, that, that's a safe space right there. Yeah, for her. Yeah. Safe space, yeah. Also in this here, I think it's important to find out exactly what does acknowledge the agency's past mistakes mean? Mm-hmm. Does that her go up on the stage and say, sorry, guys, we lied to you. Yeah. Well, this or is a is lifelong it, tour. If I she have, wants to go through all of their past mistakes, <laughs> she's going to be on the road for I the have rest a of her feeling, life. She better believe in reincarnation at that point. I have a go feeling ahead. this is not yeah. going to be admitting the mistakes as we would think. It no. should be done, but let's move on. Vaccine okay. advocacy. This is what she's yeah. going to be doing. She's going. She's been vocal, apparently, against efforts to undercut vaccine uptake, calling actions unfounded, uh, dangerous. Uh, she emphasize, emphasizes the importance of vaccination for protection against severe disease, hospitalization, and death. Mm-hmm. What is that? that? That's just the same old thing as, as it's always been. She it, was targeting uh, Surgeon General of Florida Ladapo on that particular statement. Uh, she's going to do the bridge access program, which basically is going to cover the cost of uh, vaccines for people without insurance. I don't see how that builds trust that no. that gives people free vaccines. Mm-hmm. What is it they're having a problem with? Free for them, expensive for those paying taxes, right? Right. And and also the injuries covering the injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to engage with lawmakers. Mm-hmm. whoop de doo uh, social media and public uh, communication. She's going to get on social media and uh, regularly appear in Instagram videos to discuss public health initiatives. Like more vaccines? Probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Agency overhaul. She's going to rearrange the the uh, chairs on the deck of the Titanic, basically. <laughs> uh, employee engagement. She's initiated meetups with Mandy, where she regularly meets with CDC employees to discuss concerns and changes. Hmm. 
That's going to build trust with the public? No. No. Uh, transparency and communication. She's going to uh, emphasize the need for clear and consistent messaging, not just within the CDC, but also instructing states to do the same. So she hasn't been lying consistently enough. We need more consistent lying. Com- more communication, I guess. Okay? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, right. How about how about this one? This is the one they always fall back on. Yeah. Scientific updates. We're going to hit you over the head with a science stick a little bit harder. <laughs> and if we do that, then you're going right? to trust us more. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Scientific communication? Harder. No. People don't want to hear science. I want to hear the truth. Well, you know, what you're describing is what they used to do to slaves who were disobedient. They just beat them harder. There you go. They say, you just just think like me. Yeah. Here's the last one. There's a great one here. She wrote an op-ed, apparently, advocating for COVID vaccines and shared that her own family would be getting vaccinated, stating that she wouldn't recommend something to the public that she wouldn't recommend to her own family. You know what? Her own family should uh, change the locks on the doors and not tell her. Don't let her back in because she's coming for you. If she's. No, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Now, interestingly enough, I'm going to see if I can dig this up. I just got a text message from Mrs. Bell. Who, mom? No. My my wife? Your wife. Which Mrs. Bell? That's she, Dr. She, Bell. She's the unbilled producer of the show. You know this. It has okay. been for years. <laughs> yeah, what does she Apparently, say? Yeah. she has seen something somewhere showing that uh, the head of the World Health Organization. Now, what's that guy's name? Tedros? Tedros. Yeah. Tedros, Tedros. Oh, no, no. She says, never mind. Never mind. Okay. Never mind. I just got a text. <laughs> never mind. Breaking news. I love Breaking news. Never mind. All right. Thank you, um, honey. Anyway. Anyway, That's so awesome. bottom line, if the yeah. CDC is going to try and regain trust from the, from the public, mm-hmm. none of those things that's on that list of things that she says she's going to do is going to regain trust. It's got to be, number one, we screwed up and we lied. We didn't. Yeah. You don't want to say we lied. Yeah. You can say we, we, we disseminated it, incorrect information we Whatever, didn't however know you what we work. didn't know but we were we were wishful thinking we screwed up and you know what we're not going to repeat the same mistakes that's yeah. number two i you know if you think you're trying to rebuild trust with somebody first you apologize you admit that you did something wrong mm. and you and you and, and you swear you're not ever going to do it again you so don't if we get jonathan emord into the u.s senate or let me just say when we do some of this stuff's going to stop because he's got some some uh, legislation involved already written that to call them out in, in terms of their ability to have any impact on the things they've had an impact on, including FDA, FTC, all of these agencies. They always and, do the same thing. We're going to talk more. We're going to science more. Uh, and and we're going to we're going to communicate the science more. And, and as, as long as we can throw more science at you. Mm hmm. Then you're gonna you're going to finally see the light. Yes. All right. So seeing the light, we got a whole other hour broadcast healing. We got Stan Graham scheduled to join us in hour two. Uh, he's going to give us some updates on uh, nitric oxide and the things that lead to it and the relationship to uh, post traumatic stress disorder. And that's something everybody has a little bit of the last three years. It's not just <laughs> actually going in the field of battle. PTSD is rampant, and uh, we're going to talk with him about that. Now, how shall we? Uh, pigeonhole or whatever we got to do the 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 five minute homeopathic hit of the day we'll do it at the end of of hour two end of hour two okay so stan stick around i'm here live with jared st Clair at vitality nutrition in bountiful utah you guys if you're ever in the area come by and see jared he's amazing 
and we're going to be together on stage at the Your Health Freedom Conference uh, in uh, where? What city is it held in? Do you West know? Jordan. West Jordan. On the seventh is when we'll be speaking. Yeah, on the seventh, um, Saturday, the seventh of yeah, October. Yourhealthfreedom.org. Yeah, for your tickets. Mm-hmm. My favorite event of the year. It's we, fantastic. We have a good time with that. So. Yeah. Uh, look forward to that. Also, next weekend, Houston for Healing Strong 10-Year Anniversary. They're completely sold out. I'll be doing a workshop on homeopathic, naturopathic, herbal, supplemental uh, options for health and healing, especially when it comes to cancer recovery and, and uh, surviving long into the, the doctor says you should be dead. You're still alive. Keep going. We got you on the right track. So that's coming up as well. We'll give you some other updates and uh, say thanks to all the wonderful sponsors that support this show. The health, freedom, and healing liberty we believe in so much. And thank you for being here. Stan Graham coming up next. And Jared can hang out as long as he can hang out in the midst of uh, if it gets busy here. You might have to run. But I'm welcoming him here on this show anytime. And the power to heal is yours. Okay, hour two commences now live from, I want to say, uh, Bountiful Nutrition, but it's Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful, bountiful. right? But uh, my bountiful friend, Jared St. Clair, is here. And uh, always great to hang out with him. And uh, he's he's an institution in these areas. And we've had him on the show and asked him about that history. You know, you this has came up in your family. You had this uh, this kind of thing. It's in your blood and your DNA. Yeah, I started working here when I was seven, so... Most most of my life that I can remember, anyway, I've been in this store. So yeah, and he had a beard then; it just wasn't gray at seven. <laughs> he was yeah. he was ahead of his time. I had hair up here too then. Oh my yeah, gosh, crazy. no! Right, so uh, yep. you know this is a great place for good information. People are supported. I, supported. I I walked into the store before the show to set up, and Jared was taking care of you know somebody that obviously needs some help for someone. I mean, you could tell it's not like going into whole paycheck where these kids, I don't know if they're paid minimum wage, they don't know squat about much. They might mean well, but you're not going to get the kind of help that Jared offers. And this is where the backbone of what I call the natural products industry, the health food stores. It's been my, you know, focus and passion for so long. And I go to some of these uh, regional uh, events. There's the, the Expo East is happening now, mm-hmm. which is so big. I, I just like it, the smaller regional events. And I get to meet real people that still own their stores. Yeah. They're not, you know, multinational controlled and things uh, because, you know, as we, we got a story a little later in the show about Whole Foods trying, you know, hinting that they're going to pull homeopathy from their shelves. Oh, well, they're owned yeah. by Amazon. Right. So, so Amazon censored supplements during COVID. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and they pulled silver out of it. I mean, all the things that would well, actually help you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of it. Although the only thing I'd say, if you want to get something at Whole Foods, get Orange Guard, the delimiting based pest control, if they have it. They, and you can go to your Ace Hardware store. I'd rather have you go there. But if you go to Whole Foods, they do have the delimiting the Orange Guard there, orangeguard.com. Uh, this hour, Stanford Graham's going to join us in just a couple of minutes as we uh, warm up the crowd. Actually, we're pretty warm in here. The sun's coming in, cooking us, but I don't mind. I'm, it's like a sauna and, and not that bad, actually. And I'm inviting you all to uh, at six o'clock uh, mountain time if you come to Bountiful, Utah. And it's the uh, no, you're not far from the airport here, actually. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes from yep. the airport. So fly on in and get here quick <laughs> and come to uh, Vitality Nutrition for six o'clock. We're going to do a health freedom event fundraiser for Jonathan E. Mord, uh, running for the U.S. Senate. So that's coming up today, a little later. All right. California quietly repeals medical misinformation. Um, I think it was AB 2098, if I remember correctly. 
That was it. They passed it with all the fanfare. Yeah, you doctors are not going to be spreading misinformation oh, anymore. Yes. You're not going to be doing, you know. And now they're like, oops, we better uh, repeal that and not tell anybody. But uh, Children's Health Defense followed it. So Interesting. Yeah. That's new headline for me. Yep. They were wanting to control the doctors even more than they already control them. And that didn't work so well. So it, it shows there are a number of victories occurring. And someone who knows about you know, strategies to help uh, get some of those victories is on with us right now. His name's Stanford Graham. Stan, my buddy, my pal, who's been dealing with some injuries over the last year, which kind of bums me out because, you know, I I, I'm, I want you to be fit and strong like I am and, and, and recover so fast. You don't even know that you, you got injured. So uh, uh, we feel for you, my brother, and we can't wait to see you sometime soon. I appreciate it, Robert. Great to be with you. Jason, how the hell are you, man? Pardon What's going my- on, Stan? It's good to see you. It's Dan. Good to see you. Yeah, so everybody here been here sure got to show up. I yeah. yeah, when I was up northern Utah, when I lived up in uh, in Layton, yeah, I was a frequent uh, visitor, a frequent flyer with Jason. Great store, knows what he's talking about. I wondered where you where you'd gone. Where are you at now? <laughs> well, that's confidential information. So you know, <laughs> but not Layton, huh? Not no, late. no he's I'm not down right. the same, I'm down the in the southern reaches of the of uh, of Utah. So gotcha. Yeah, we were waving as we 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 came back uh, from the Las Vegas event. So we're hoping to see you stand sometime in person at an event but or I, a party. Well, I am whatever. coming up north, Jason. I, I I will come by the shop. I'm I'm coming up north in the next week. So you're gonna drop in and see Jared and, and Vitality Nutrition too. Well, I wish I could get there tonight. Yeah. But, you know, I'll see Jared in the next, I'll see you next week. I'll promise I'll come by next week. I'll be, I'll be on okay. the road and come up. Awesome. Yeah. Shoot me a text and we'll meet up. I yeah. Will. And, and Stan, we just had a, a great event at Nutraceutical with, uh, with Jonathan E. Mord, you know, supporting yeah. his uh, run for the U S Senate to be defeated. Blue chip, blue chip guy, blue chip oh. man. I, as you know, I've had a few conversations with him. He's, he's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, he's the real deal. He's not a politician. He's not someone who's just saying that he is a man on a mission and we support him here on the Robert Scott Bell show. And I know Jared was very impressed. He, he you just had him on your show recently and we're like, yeah. you called me right after. I was like, dude, that guy's for real. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad that I came to the party so late, but I'm uh, thrilled that we get to host him here. He's a fantastic guy. It's hard to put your hat uh, behind any politician nowadays, but this guy is totally legit and fighting for yeah. the things that I believe in for sure. Yeah. I, I think he would reject the, the moniker of politician. Think, uh, probably. Yes. Yeah. Citizen probably would be yeah. better. Citizen running for Senate. Constitutional right. guy, the FDA dragon slayer. Hey, Stan, the, the, the uh, environment since we started talking during the COVID crazy years is really shifting. There've been a lot of court cases, even today, recently, just you're you're seeing all of these court victories against various uh, mandates and and, and forms of tyranny, legislation, legislative action coming on uh, uh, in in, uh, Arkansas, the legislature there uh, banned a COVID-19 mandate. Uh, And I'm not saying we're out of the woods totally yet, but think about where we were fighting from behind to where we are today. I mean, things have shifted or is that just my imagination? No, it's not just your imagination. That's reality, which you frequently deal with. The, the benefit that we have now is, I, I think David Martin said it best. You know, he gave a keynote address about two months ago at the European, uh, European Union uh, Parliament uh, COVID summit. He gave a keynote address there and he said, you know, Everybody, I was sitting in this very chair 10 years ago, and I told you this was coming. And now I'm sitting here 10 years later, 
And I'm telling you, it, it happened. And the benefit that we have is knowledge, right? So there has been a, uh, a significant exercise of uh, information control, obviously. Yeah, just the California's Assembly's action uh, is, is an obvious um, reaction. But Robert, to the point is we're not most we're not as ignorant as we were three years ago. Uh, and that's because the opposition has, has come out fairly strongly and transparently. So the the game plan is is better known. Their tactics and strategies are much better. We're aware of those. And so you know, being aware and showing up is more than half the battle. So yeah, yeah, we're a much more informed public. Whether we'll see, right? We we will see the degree to which that knowledge or any increased awareness generates behavioral change in how people decide to interact with their government and hold them accountable. Hmm. Well, we've got a lot to do. Uh, we're not resting on our laurels, and I, I think that's the message, too. Don't just think that because we're in a temporary, seemingly reprieve from all of the no. overt attempts to mandate prohibit. They if if they could, if they felt they could get away with it today or tomorrow, they would be putting those mandates back in place. The, I can tell you, you know, Dr. Martin has been in Europe for the last few weeks as a uh, requested by you know several sovereign states over there, their governments there. Because of that talk, I think uh, most recently, the numbers on that, it's been viewed, that that talk, his keynote address to the European Union Parliament has been viewed over 4 billion times. And so one of the reasons that Europe uh, asked him to come back, so many countries in Europe asked him to come back and speak with them specifically with teams of lawyers from different countries specifically is because uh, they learned through David that Ralph Barrick is a bioweapons trader. No, he's a bioweapons, he, he that's uh, weaponized against uh, civilians. And so we have found more interest in Europe, Robert, in terms of prosecuting Mr. Barrick and Mr. Fauci than we have found among, among elected officials, even bureaucratic, bureaucratic officials than we found here in America. So Europe just may prove to be a great American ally in bringing about the, uh, you know, the, the criminal prosecution of these so-called humans. Yeah, well, yeah, you said that right, so-called. So often, you know, we look into the courts and go, there doesn't seem to be much justice there. And I'm not saying there never is, but I think that uh, the clarion call has to be noncompliance mm -hmm. on an individual mm -hmm. level. Because yeah. no, none of those mandates were constitutional. None of the prohibitions on Correct. the use of, of natural things in, in response or treatment were unconstitutional. But the compliance made them, quote unquote, you know, de facto law. And uh, if anything that we could learn from the last series of events that we could apply here is if you don't comply and enough of us don't, they can't succeed, period. They, they don't have enough guns to intimidate all the guns we have, particularly right here. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, they cannot succeed. But the illusion of power that they hold over many people that then cower in fear causes them to succeed because those people acquiesce to those unconstitutional mandates, prohibitions, etc. You're right. It's uh, fear is the is the most um, effective weapon. You know, the spike protein has been very effective. I, uh, I received a text. Well, I learned yesterday 
Robert, that Jeff Brain died. Who died? Jeff Brain. You know, the Remind founder of Cloud. The founder of Cloud Hub. Okay, so and so he, he had was, a massive he had a massive stroke a few days ago and uh, and passed away. And I was communicating with Todd Callender, who is now the CEO the CEO at Cloud Hub. You know Todd Callender. He's a phenomenal international lawyer, uh, very much uh, integrated with uh, the fight against the opposition here. And he said definitely Jeff was a victim of this uh, of the war. Um, he uh, he had. He's treated by some doctors that you and I know who told him that he had been targeted. And so, uh, yeah, he had a, uh, a massive stroke and he passed away yesterday. And I got a text this morning that another friend of mine passed away, had a massive heart attack yesterday. Passed wow. away this morning. And so I, I know that Jeff, Jeff was not, uh, Jeff did not receive any biologic uh, okay. genetically so modified countermeasures. But you know, yeah. uh, Anyway, the, the the tolls are real. If you've listened, I know you follow Ed Dowd. Ed Dowd's numbers are uh, immutable. Yeah, staggering the numbers. It, it, yeah, the numbers that they're looking at coming out of the um, the disability studies, the disability cases that are coming out of out of not just Europe, just the the United Kingdom, the disability cases that they've evaluated that they're awarding. So something on the order of 40% of disability cases, they're pulling numbers from the only the cases of disability that have been awarded uh, economic uh, benefits. Right. And yeah, the orders of magnitude in any area of uh, dysfunction, you know, biological dysfunction is staggering. And he said, you know, I think if anybody had heard him in, a, in the last couple of programs said, this is, this is not just a black swan event. These numbers are impossible to be coincidental. This these numbers demonstrate intent, and somebody needs we somebody needs to, we need an explanation from the yeah. doctors. Stan, let, let me just add this into this for everybody, yeah. and Jared can can add in his uh, perspective as well. Even if you haven't gotten the COVID bioweapon injection, the exposure, the the production of these things are happening from within everybody, and they're, they're we're all being exposed. And this is where I say you must shore up all of your vulnerabilities or every one that you can find. And that means you've got to live better. You've got yeah. to eat better. You've got to exercise more. You've got to strengthen yourself to withstand the things we cannot avoid totally at this point. That's, you know, been my message for long before this. It's yeah. been about when because of my illnesses growing up, it became so important for me to, to be do whatever it takes to be strong and healthy. I'm not saying this body I'm in is invincible, but it can withstand a lot more punishment than I could when I was younger, when I was grown pharmaceutically. Right. And so I know people coming into your store, Vitality and Nutrition, are they getting wind of how important that is, whether they got the injection or not? Because I know you got people that were assaulted by this thing mm -hmm. are coming in for help, too. Lots of those. Yeah. And and there's it is interesting. I, I really do feel that there is this huge silver lining that we can't ignore about how COVID played out. And that is that millions of people were awakened from really a slumber and, and, and actually did have faith. We were just talking about regaining trust with the CDC. Right. Many of us never trusted them in the first place, but most people I think did. And as things moved forward, there was, there was more and more obvious evidence that they were lying to us and that they knew they were lying to us, that the pharmaceutical companies were lying to us as well. And as that's happened, I think people have, a lot of people have looked at COVID and said, this isn't really an isolated incident. They've also been lying to us about 
a lot of this stuff for decades. And so if we've been following their advice, whether it's vaccination or how to eat. I mean, you remember Michelle Obama. Yeah, the food, food pyramid. Plate, right? right. The yeah, food the food pyramid, pyramid, the food plate, all this garbage, all right? That's come along. You, you look at all that stuff and people are questioning kind of their whole view of health. And there are a lot more people not just dipping their toes into natural and alternative options, but really. Audio. All right, I think we're connected again. We're, I'm just having some glitches with my audio interface with that occasionally, and somehow we'll make it through. Stan, thank you for being here as well. And I know uh, I wanted to ask you about some of your research because you, uh, you're an egghead, even though you still have hair on that head of yours. Um, you love digging into the scientific literature deep and going and going. And you're like that proverbial dog with the bone. I'm not going to. It's in the marrow. I don't care where I'm going to find it. And, you know, we've talked a lot about nitric oxide and all the things that facilitate it. And so many of the things that also will rise with nitric oxide. We talked the peroxy nitride issues. We found that the, uh, the cardio miracle formula would facilitate the stored vitamin D to, to activate it as well, enhancing autophagy. But as you've dug further into the uh, nitric oxide story and all the things that facilitate its production, y you were telling me a while back about investigating its benefit in PTSD and maybe other brain and neurological uh, yeah. issues. And, and maybe you can relate to us in some way that one or two of us can understand what is going on. What's this research finding? What are you finding? Well, I was asked uh, earlier this year in a pursuant to a webinar um, by a psychiatrist, is there any application of nitric oxide to uh, PTSD symptom, uh, symptom severity? I said, you know what, I don't know, but let me take a look. Anyway, we, I had a conversation with that psychiatrist the following day for a few hours to hear about her practice and what she was saying. And, you know, a phenomenal woman, fantastic, re retired, but doing 50 hours of clinical work a week. Retired. Because that's the demand, right? And so uh, I did, I took a look, and I, it, it actually uh, turned into a... Um, for a few weeks, I came back with some initial research to Dr. Gaston, that's her name. Uh, I came back with to Dr. Gaston because what I discovered was a, a, a 2016 study that was actual, actually a seminal study that was uh, putting to a test a new diagnostic metric to determine whether that metric could identify any kind of solution for people suffering PTSD specifically uh, it was a clinical test focused on using this new diagnostic metric called the global arginine bioavailability ratio. And, hey, let's use this new metric with combat veterans to see what it discloses about their biology and system, some system functionality, see what it shows us and why they may be experiencing, if there's any connection between how their biology is functioning mm -hmm. and the phenomenology or the expression of mental, you know, mental uh, symptoms that are typically associated with PTSD. Can you say the name global arginine follow on that? Global arginine bioavailability ratio. Okay. Thank you. And so, so the ratio that the study talks about is the enumerator, the number on the top above the line, the numerator is the serum of arginine. The amount of arginine, uh, arginine in blood serum. The denominator is the combination of how much citrulline and how much ornithine are in the blood theorem, serum. So that's the ratio, arginine relative to ornithine plus citrulline. 
So here's what they found, that in those combat veterans that had uh, PTSD, severe, se- severe symptoms of PTSD, mm-hmm. that, their, that that ratio was, the, the value of that ratio was low. So there's an inverse relationship between the ratio value and the symptom severity. Meaning if you're, if you're, if you're arginine, if the arginine availability in your body, in your blood system is low, the probabilities of uh, high expressions of symptoms, uh, PTSD symptom severity are very high. Well, then they do. Uh, so that's the first thing they found that there's an inverse. All right, hold, pause there, Stan. You, yeah. you, dude, you go so deep so fast. I don't want people to, to lose track of what you're saying. Because some will say, well, it's only about L-arginine and nothing else. And you did no. recommend right. the uh, looking at the relationship. This is important. L-arginine associated with ornithine and citrulline. Okay. Right. So it's not right. simply, a, you know, because people hear that. You you know that. They come in a store, they hear one thing, and they're like, I need that. I need as right. much of that as you have. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you understand if you do that? This, this, and this, right? Everything has a cofactor. Exactly. Or so many cofactors. That's yeah. why I slowed stand down, just to make sure people get that and they can listen to what you're saying and how maybe we can facilitate a remedy, right? That isn't just an isolate that is kind of going off on a, a, you know, a tilting at a windmill that could be a good windmill, but it's not related enough to everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you, Stan, for letting me interrupt there. Go ahead. Yeah. And so... The second, so what they found secondarily, or the second thing they found was, was in answer to the question, well, why, why the symptom severity? If the arginine is low and the symptoms are therefore high, why are they high when arginine is low relative to ornithine and citrulline? So what they found is that there was a proliferation of a family of macrophages of these dangerous inflammatory biomarkers, interleukin-1, interleukin-6, TGF-beta, and TNF, the tumor necrosis factor, and C-reactive protein. So he said this was a recurring, and as I did more research, Robert and Jason, I found this was a recurring family of inflammatory biomarkers that were showing up and proliferating when people were suffering symptoms of a biological dysfunction. So what it helped me understand is that in short, in short, to make it simple, humans have necks. We have necks. So we have all these biological systems below the neck, right? We have a cardiovascular system, a hepatic system, you know, the circulatory system makes it up into the brain. We have the liver. We have all the organs all down here. We have some organs up in our head as well, but they're intimately connected. And so where, and Judy Mikevitz helped me understand this because she reviewed the research I had done. And she said, you know what, Stan, the body interprets a trauma along common pathways, regardless of its source. So the trauma can be getting hit by a bullet. It can be seeing your buddy get hit by a bullet. It can be seeing, get, seeing somebody else that you don't even know. You know, this, the conditions of war, it just living in that kind of destruction, the kind of input that is, is a trauma. And the body 
uh, Judy said the cells understand trauma through the uh, similar pathways, regardless of its source. So if the trauma comes by eating a bad hot dog, <laughs> you know, or or not exercising, or what, or a dysfunction, a, a biological system dysfunction, if your if your renal system isn't working, this is interpreted by the cells per Judy as trauma, and the cells' reaction to trauma is call out the cavalry, engage the immune system. So the immune system engages as it should and produces uh, healthy, I mean, it produces molecules that are supposed to help in conditions of acute trauma. Right. And the challenge is you both know that in the, with the American lifestyle, it, Robert, you said this earlier, if the conditions, if the cause of trauma is perpetual government compulsion to wear a stupid mask. Mm -hmm. If you go to the grocery store, you can't come in if you don't wear a mask. I've been told that I don't know how many times, so I leave. I don't wear it. Or you can't, if it comes to it in California, you can't buy gas or you can't go into the, you can't go into the airport. That is interpreted as trauma. You can't see grandma, she's in the hospital, she's dying, sorry. That's trauma. That's why I said everybody has evidence of what we call PTSD over the last three years because you're describing interpretation of events that don't fit the uh, official description originally in terms of war. used to be called, to some degree, shell shock back in the early 20th century, mid-20th century. And now we see that so many events are interpreted by the body as a trauma uh, right. that ar Arnica could be used for everything in one sense, you know. <laughs> But yeah. beyond that, talking about the, the, the human and animal physiology in terms of what's expressing, what do we need to adapt right. in a way so, that is healthful and beneficial that we can overcome even the chronic stress, if you will, or right. trauma? Because it isn't one thing. If you have one thing, you can often recover if it's not too severe. But if it's on an ongoing, this is where we got the traumatic brain injury uh, of football players. It's not one, it's two, it's 10. It's, you know, it's the little bit of batting up all the time. Yeah that ends up to be more devastating than you got hit once and you recovered. Yeah. The, the re yeah. repeated assaults and, and the trauma thing is, I think it may be even more real for the type of people to listen to this show uh, because it's interesting when you aren't complying and you are the one going to the store and being told that you either need to put on a mask or you need to leave. Uh, when you have people like what happened to me in my own store where we weren't mandating masks, uh, I had a woman, pull her mask down, cough in my face and hope that I die. Right. Uh, so these types of events can be, I mean, yeah. frankly, I had a good laugh, but it can create some trauma and it happens over and over and over again. And I, I know there's a lot of people right now that are gearing up for whatever the next thing is, the next mm -hmm. lockdown, the next mandate. Yeah. Those kind of you're, you're tensing up for and it feeling anticipated, pretty, right? a yeah. lot of anxiety yeah. about that. Absolutely. Yeah. So one of the other things I did, it, um, to understand what is it, uh, what are the biological functions, what's happening in the body for someone to be, to undergo a condition that we call PTSD, because that's just a label, and to experience the mental phenomenon that they do, whether it's all the, the anxiety, the depression, the suicidal depression, the uh, obesity is a comorbidity of PTSD. Uh, diabetes is a comorbidity of PTSD. Well, so as it turns out, I said, well, let's look at the day in the life of a combat veteran. What happens if they're injured? Let's say they catch some shrapnel. What happens? Well, they go into triage. Uh, 
What does that mean? Well, they've lost some blood, so maybe they're going to get a unit of blood. So I, 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 so Robert, you know me, I go down the tributary, get off the river, go down the tributary of, I'm going to take a look at stored blood. Mm-hmm. What are the, what are the issues that, are there any issues that arise with stored blood? So here's what I found. The technology we're using to store blood now is the same technology we used in 1940. But here's the point. Stored blood, Roger and Jason, stored blood. Robert and Jared, you you are so you are so dug into your, your science you? books. You got to come back out. It's Jared and Robert. Robert and Jared. I love Stan. Yeah, he's just all in the books. Steve, Dude, here's Steve what happens. Rome. What did I tell you guys? Anyway, we're gonna give him crap. You were pretty now. close. So here's what happens: the stored blood, the red blood cells, uh, die early, just like they do in sickle cell disease. So when the red blood cells uh, wall prematurely dies, it begins to disintegrate. The red blood cell produces two things. One is arginase, which is an enzyme that eats arginine. arginine. Yeah, it's going to deplete you, of course. Right. Ratio that you were talking about relative right. to guanosine and citrulline is going to be altered. And the second thing it produces is free hemoglobin, unbound hemoglobin, which consumes nitric oxide at a rate 1,000 times faster than it does when it's bound in a healthy red blood cell. Hmm, interesting. So wow. stored blood is vampiric. You put stored blood in a body that is wounded, that is trying to recover, and it's very well documented that if you're wounded and you need to recover, you need more amino acids. Your body requires more amino acids to heal, period. So if you're wounded and you're getting blooded transfusions that are caused that are uh, that are caused that are, where that blood is now scavenging the arginine in your blood serum and scavenging any nitric oxide that you have at these extraordinary rates happening to the body that's trying to heal. Well, here's the numbers show A, they don't and two, they get infections, like at a rate of 40 plus percent. The longer you're in a hospital, the higher the rate of infection. The higher the rate of infection, the higher the rate of systemic organ failure. Mm-hmm. And the higher the rate of systemic organ failure, the higher the rate of death. Right. So under the auspices of let's take care of people, we're killing people with a blood transfusion. So if we're aware of that, then maybe we could take some mitigating steps before we get a transfusion because blood's necessary. I'm not arguing that blood transfusions need to stop. I'm saying that we need to be aware of what they do to the body because this right. is this is what they do. They're going to I, deplete I want, your I RNA. understand in the case of, you know, I've covered the controversies of blood transfusions. Some people, their religious beliefs don't allow for it at all. Uh, yet the, you know, the work of Quinton, uh, back, uh, you know, when he out of France was talking about how he bled the dog to death, the older elderly dog to death, basically, and then replenished his blood mm-hmm. plasma with isotonic solutions of seawater, clean seawater. And each time he did this, the dog appeared younger and younger in terms of it lost its old age chronicities. And, um, you know, there's evidence out of World War II Pacific Theater that they were utilizing coconut water because they didn't have blood plasma and it saved the lives of those who had lost a lot of blood as well. And, and I think of those things bringing into the mix minerals 
and you mentioned mm -hmm. the amino acids, but we see how the essence of life is not the blood in its finished product sense, but it's all that allows for the blood to be replenished. And what you're bringing up also is fascinating to me. I had not heard about that in terms of blood transfusions, creating a scenario of, 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 of more danger and perhaps death in these patients. Again, this is something that I don't know I've heard anybody say. Yeah, that's fascinating. Well, you know that when you talk to me, that's what happens. I'm going to tell you something yeah. that you haven't. So I'm just going to paddle all the way up the tributary to find out what the hell's going on. Mm -hmm. So here's another one. So I figure, well, what if you catch, you catch some shrapnel and it breaks a bone? Well, okay, so let's take some film. Let's take a scan or a PT scan. Well, guess what? I immediately endothelial cells. Stan, can you repeat yeah. that? Because we had a glitch in your audio yeah. and video. Go ahead. Say that again. Yeah. So with people, I'm just, here, here's this soldier that's been wounded. So he gets a blood transfusion and he has a broken bone. Well, let's run some film on this guy or, you know, maybe a CT scan or, uh, or an x-ray, et cetera. That ionized radiation causes, it, it immediately kills endothelial cells. Okay. So, Ionized radiation kills endothelial cells. The function of endothelial cells is to, it's the, Robert knows, it's the only cell in the body that has direct contact with the liquid organ. With the blood. With and the, the blood. It's the yeah, so only it, cell. It really is that communication pathway that's beyond even the nervous system in some ways, some respects. It's fascinating. It is. The that that economy that exists between the interior lining of the blood vessels and that blood flow is a fascinating economy. It's a fascinating environment. You know, there's a there is a mechanical. You know this. There's one of the reasons we talk about the the importance of nitric oxide. And I'm actually reading some studies now that identify nitric oxide as a hormone. Hmm. Robert, think about it. It's, part, it's the largest organ of the endocrine system. And we typically expect organs associated in the endocrine system to produce what? Hormones. And so now I'm looking at, now, so what I'm talking about, well, on the PTSD side, I've learned to look at, um, at nitric oxide through a different lens. I've learned to look at the body in a condition of arginine deficiency because that happens. Arginine happens to be not to, it's, it's, not a, it's not a panacea or the proverbial silver bullet, but it's absolutely necessary. The challenge we have with arginine is, and, and even the, the allopathic system now is looking for nutrition. This came out of all the studies that they're looking for nutrition oriented, nutrition-based solution for arginine deficiency because it should be plentiful in the food we eat, but it's not. And so supplementation, the science, the, the studies, even from the, you know, from the other side of the fence where we say, well, the grass is not greener over there. That's kind of bad science over there. The allopathic model, but even they're recognizing that, look, if we're injured and injury, We're losing the audio on Dan. You need to repeat that last sentence. I don't know what the, the glitching so if, is down south. Well, so if we are, if we're in an arginine deficient condition, and at the same time we're in an inflammatory state, because that's 
at the end of the way, at the end of the day, that's what happens when uh, when we don't when our arginine the arginine the, the arginine bioavailability ratio showed that when arginine is low relative to other amino acids, uh, systemic inflammation rockets, mm-hmm. particularly with these inflammatory molecules. Now, what I found it was so ironic, almost, was that these this family of inflammatory biomarkers, the interleukin one and six and and, and C-reactive protein, etc. These are the very inflammatory uh, markers that Cardiomiracle has been demonstrated in peer-reviewed science to modulate down. Mm-hmm. Well, I say, well, why is that happening? So now that opens up the conversation of, well, arginine does it. Here's the primary function. It operates to produce nitric oxide, which actually supports a functional endothelium. The functional endothelial cells, mm-hmm. which well, are you, Stan. You know what drew me again into uh, the discussion that it, of nitric oxide wasn't that we were looking at an isolate to stimulate very rapidly nitric oxide production and then ignore everything else that would happen. It was this comprehensive array that makes sense every time we uncover it again. You come back to, oh, I've seen all of these factors impacted. And then you begin to understand in a back, you know, behind the door. We didn't know this going in, but now that it's out here, we're like, oh my gosh, this addresses this, this, and this, and this. So I keep coming back to John Eula and going, dude, how did he download this information? I was just at an alien convention. Maybe it was downloaded from your <laughs> I'd like to think it was God because, you know, he, you know, he's a man of God. It's a miracle. But in that sense, again, it's that comprehensive uh, balance and presentation of a lot of things that work synergistically to do it correctly, if you will. And, and then, you know, as you dig deeper and you keep coming back out and going, oh, well, this is why this, 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 and this are also having this benefit over here, which we didn't initially know would happen. Right. It's so, it's one of the beautiful things that Jared was, I know Jared will smile at this. The, um, what it underlines and emphasizes that the body is a comprehensive, highly integrated system. It doesn't act in silos. It's generous with itself. It shares data. It's built to share information and to and to help, you know, members in the body. And so I've even found, you know, there's a, so they have found with, through this PTSD uh, situation, they have found substantial amounts of um, spike protein in in the skull of combat veterans, in this, in the bone, spike protein in the bone. And so what they, they found a, an axis, Robert, between bone marrow and, and, and uh, spike protein in the skull bone, that there's a, a blood brain barrier axis penetrant that originates in bone marrow and can send the spike protein from anywhere under the neck to anywhere above the neck. Hmm. And before I took a look at this, that axis was undiscovered. They didn't, you know, the folks that found that did not know that bone marrow was speaking to the, in, into the brain, specifically that blood brain barrier and allowing a bioweapon, a pathway because yeah. that pathway is used for good things, too. 
Sure. And I think that right? is exploiting a vulnerability. If we argue right. that there was some nefarious intelligence beyond behind this gain of function research, that they found a way to exploit weakness anywhere and everywhere it is in the body. So you're, in, you're dealing, if you're focused on already people with PTSD, and now you've found another avenue of penetration or, or uh, you know, well, delivery, if you will. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why you say, well, this person has PTSD. Well, how, how are the dysfunctions of the biological systems communicating to the neurological system? Mm -hmm. Because that's where the phenomenology express, you know, expresses itself is here. So, um, so it's been a, it's been a very interesting case study to say how are these systems connected? How do they communicate with each other? And uh, what can we do with the dysfunction of these biological systems below the neck that can then create some marvelous benefits to the organ, you know, this brain thing above our neck, the pituitary and other uh, other components of the brain. Well, you're making so, some strong uh, uh, cases here that every time I talk about Cardio Miracle with you or others, that there's more than we realized associated with the formulation and what it's doing, you know, beyond what we initially thought or even what John initially thought. And uh, we got a question of the day that came in related to this topic a little bit. So, Super Don, if you can put that up on screen, because I know we also got to get to the homeopathic hit of the day. I can't neglect that. So, uh, Stan, stand by. We're going to have you help us answer this. And Jerry can certainly chime in as well. Uh, Super Don, you there? If you can show us the question of the day. I don't know if he ran away uh, at this point. <laughs> he might have. Super Don, you, did he fall asleep? Did he go nap? Every time Stan I can tell you, he doesn't have a migraine. <laughs> No, he doesn't. That's for sure. When he started the Cardio Miracle, his migraines never came back. It was, that was an amazing side benefit we didn't anticipate, uh, which was cool. So, uh, uh, well, so. I would, one other thing I'd tell you, I'd share with you too, when Superdog comes back, so we can answer yeah. that question. Um, the, uh, if, if we understand that any trauma we experience, the, the source of which is external to us, mm -hmm. is perceived, you know, is perceived initially from an externality. Uh, the brain doesn't know the difference. And then we remember it and experience it. it. We remember it. The brain doesn't know the difference. And I know this is an athlete, Robert, you know, this is an athlete that I can run a quarter mile in my brain and I can train very, I can train my brain as much as just as well as I was running a quarter mile on a track. The brain doesn't know the difference between what we perceive as reality and what we imagine or what we remember. What is a memory? Which me, you know, which uh, you know, which really is kind of the framework for the whole PTSD conversation because it's a, it's almost like a perpetual trauma mm -hmm. uh, disorder because the trauma is experienced over and over and over, and so main, keeping the body in that inflammatory state again, it it makes it easy to understand, right, gentlemen, why people with PTSD have so many comorbidities like diabetes, like obesity, like cancer, like, and you can just go down the list of these uh, conditions that we associate with chronic inflammatory uh, systems. And so the brain matters when it comes to trauma, however it is experienced and the proliferation of inflammatory cells in the body, uh, um, it matters to the brain. Mm -hmm. The brain's affected 
by, inflam by inflammation. So the question is how can we, if, if we're in a stressful and traumatic situation, how do we, what kind of behaviors do we need to learn to take uh, so that we can modulate or moderate down those inflammatory, you know, those dangerous molecules. Mm -hmm. And, and Cardio Miracle helps with that because, I mean, as you know, there's a long shopping list of anti-inflammatory uh, ingredients. And uh, trying to put all those together in a, in a way now that we have proven with uh, some of the most comprehensive in silico science, um, that the effect of these anti-inflammatory ingredients in cardio actually downregulate in addition to what the, the nitric oxide can do, but they downregulate these uh, these biomarkers. So it's a it's a very hopeful message, Robert. On the one hand, you know, you know, that's the beauty of your calling card that that uh, we actually can do something. The fact that you say get up and do something and exercise because the speed at which your blood travels. I've said this before. There's a beautiful relationship between the blood in your vein in your in your circulatory system. If your blood travels at an optimal speed and the body knows what it is, it creates a shear force against the endothelial cells that tells them to produce nitric oxide. It's not a chemical response, it's a mechanical response. Which is why when you go outside and you walk, take a brisk walk and you, f you start feeling better, it's because that's a, that's a biological reaction to an improved functionality of a biological system. Yes. You're moving blood faster, you're increasing oxygen levels, you're going to feel better. So anyway, it's a very hopeful. I mean, there, the, the bottom line is that there are things that we can do if we're, if we're knowledgeable, we can act on knowledge. Beautiful. Well, I've got the question today. I don't know what happened to Super Don. I hope he's okay, because I haven't heard from him <laughs> in a moment. Um, let me see if I get the camera working. I didn't again. do nothing. Yeah, yeah there <laughs> we are. Um, this question of the day is in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. I'm just gonna read it off of the screen on the web page for today. Can you please tell me whether human Neo 40 professional is similar in helping the body produce nitric oxide? Thank you so much for your help, Carolyn. I don't know that product, maybe Jared does. I mean, I think, you know, one of the things I've seen about other nitric oxide products uh, is that they don't have this, uh, the comprehensive array of uh, the counteracting the peroxy nitrite rise or sustain. Boy, he's having all kinds of fun connectivity issues today, isn't he? <laughs> I am. Hey, welcome back. Where are you? There you are. I'm going to get you a Dixie cup with a long string. Yeah, I'd like to hear Jared's. Yeah, super doctor. Uh, we can hear you now. Okay, where did, did we lose you? I was worried about you. Huh? I didn't hear from you for 20 minutes, so. For, for 20 minutes? Yeah. I was trying to get you on the question of the day, so I, I didn't know. Oh, gotcha. I didn't see the notification. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Jared, do you know this Neo 40? I don't know it well, but I've seen the ads on social media. And uh, whenever I see ads for supplements on social media, my immediate knee-jerk reaction is go find the formula and see if it makes any sense, right? Mm -hmm. And interestingly enough, I will say that, you know, as a, someone who formulates supplements myself, I, I know a thing or two about this, but I never question other people's formulas if they don't quite make sense to me. Mm -hmm. 
then I want to do the more, a little more research, go down the tributary, tributary like uh, Stan said, and, and make sure that maybe there's just something I don't know. But I looked up the, the Neo 40 and the biggest thing that I saw with that is, is it is just really, really, really low potency stuff. Mm. Like it has a little bit of a couple of the key elements, arginine, citrulline, things like that to boost. Cause it's actually, it's a tablet. It's not a powder. Mm-hmm. Um, people ask about, you know, things like cardio miracle. There's another one that I love called cardio boost. That's a powder. There's several, a lot of powders on the market in the nitric oxide space. Right. Yeah. Why? Because you need, according to the clinical research, five, six, seven grams of these amino acids to get the job done, which means you got to take 10, 12 capsules to get that quantity. And then when you factor in what's in cardio miracle with the laundry list of cofactors that are added in there you know it's it probably legitimately be 15 to 20 pills a day mm-hmm. to get what you're getting in that product this is a product that i think they're recommending two little uh, tablets. tablets a day yeah. there's almost nothing there they've got some of the right stuff mm-hmm. but to me it looks like window dressing in terms of the potency yeah it sounds like again a narrow focus and and not enough but again the comprehensive array as judy mikovitz calls a cardio miracle it's not a supplement it's a food and I think that's an important distinction here is that we're trying to get our sustenance from food. And yes, there's a reason in some cases to isolate for, you know, profound, uh, you know, metabolic benefit. But ultimately, how does the natural world operate? It has things in, in a comprehensive array. That's kind of what we've learned today with you, Stan. Again, conf- confirmation on that. You know, we talk about the relationships between things as opposed to just one thing. So yeah. I, I would say, um, you know, I'm, I, I'm still doing well you know, going to the gym as, as often as I can. Every day I'm at, I'm at home, I try to get there. This morning I couldn't because we had the eMort event, but I'll get there tomorrow morning. But again, my resting heart rate, when I started this, Stan, it wasn't as low as yours. Now it's 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 in the 40s, my resting heart it's rate. Fantastic. Yeah. It's wonderful. That's wonderful. That t- uh, you, you don't fake that, man. You don't yeah. fake that. That's that's a wonderful achievement. Yeah, blood pressure is incredibly low, but not dangerously low. It's just like, I'm chill, yeah, man. It's normal. And I can go it's good. into an intense exercise routine and then very shortly thereafter watch my heart rate come down so rapidly. It's like, well, you you know, how efficient is that yeah. as opposed to, you yeah. know, remaining in that high state after you've stopped the exercise. It's like I really credit what I've done with the Cardio Miracle. A big part of this is in all of the things that it brought into me uh, to enhance the cardiovascular because I was already, you know, athletic and doing things. So right. you know, for me, it was a big, oh, this is something new to incorporate and look what's happening. Yeah. So it's been amazing. Well, I would I'd take a moment just to agree with Jared. The the data, the clinical studies that I've found, uh, there are actually uh, dozens and dozens of them that the most effective way to supplement arginine is orally. It's not intravenously uh, or, or in any other way, it's orally. And Jared's 100, he was right that the therapeutic doses on these clinical studies run between uh, between three grams to 15 grams a day. And that's driven by the, the acuity of the need. Sometimes you need that much in, a, in, a, in an acute situation. But finding that sweet spot of six to seven grams a day is a daily therapeutic dose from a supplemental perspective. And what was so funny is that John got that right as well. John Hewlett nailed that because yeah, Cardi Miracle will serve you up six grams of, of that combination of amino acids of three types of arginine and citrulline. Uh, so, uh, so anyway, it's, it's been a very interesting process this year, Robert, to go through this 
much detail in the research to publish some papers and to find that you know, at the end of, the, of those discoveries to come back again and to get a, a major confirmation that Cardi Miracle has been a, is a, a very credible product and uh, the use yeah, of which yeah. is verifiable. So Check it out, y'all. Uh, we have, of course, the banner up and uh, you can use the code RSB to get the discount. I appreciate everybody that's on it, but people that get on it, they stay on it because it's, uh, it's doing extraordinary things as it is for me and many of you. Hey, listen, uh, we're out of time. We're actually over time. And I don't know. Super Don's going to have to let me know if I can do the homeopathic hit of the day in the bonus round in a moment. And I appreciate Jared uh, for hosting us here at the Vitality Nutrition Store. And I'm once again, inviting you, uh, let's see, it's local time, three hours from now, uh, Jonathan Emord will be here for a health freedom event. And if you'd like to meet Jonathan in person, he'll be, he has books here you can get and you can sign and uh, it's just going to be a great event for health freedom here at Jared's store in Bountiful, Utah. So thank you. Thank you, Stan. Good to see you, my brother. And uh, love to the whole extended Robert Scott Bell Show family out there, of which you're a part. And so is Jared. And I'll uh, just remind you this. The power to heal is yours. And we're back. I'm going to switch it to through the um, built-in microphone yes okay i'm just gonna go with that for the bonus round uh, because this thing's <laughs> wigging out the camera keeps going in and out there well yeah so it's definitely the interface and i was talking with jared just on the break there about getting a, a better quality one this one's just crapped out basically yep. a link oh to, thank you i don't know yeah. if that's the one you'll need but that's yeah. the brand but yeah look at it. it's going longer <laughs> i'm gonna disconnect that hello goodbye yes. hello goodbye right See. You want to hold the uh, hold over the uh, homeopathic hit till tomorrow? That's you, you. You, my brother, will tell me that. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, we could we could do it. Um, yeah. As long as you can stay connected, but yeah, we're just kind of having some wacky things going on today. So if we if we do the homeopathic hit tomorrow, I don't mind. Okay. Yeah. I've just got to get this interface thing uh, fixed. Now I'm on the, I'm actually on the, the built-in uh, camera here as well. So okay. other than that, honestly, super D, I don't know what happened. Like I was calling for the question of the day and no, Dude, no response to it all. He was on, he was, he was on a roll. I, I had to run to the bathroom. Oh, dude. Okay. Well, I was, it was on, I, things were on autopilot. I didn't, <laughs> I figured something weird was going on. It's like, yeah, like uh, that'll do it. run right through. He, he needs arginine or he oh, had too much. There yeah. you go. <clears throat> Cardio miracle. Cardio miracle jab right yeah. Stan was, was, was deep into the, uh, the scientific stuff there. And so I, uh, I thought you either now went, took my, a nap or, or, the, or you no, know, okay, my, so. my colon fell asleep and, and I had to, no, just, <laughs> Roger and Jason was my favorite. Right, yeah. When he called us Roger and Jason, that was awesome. Dude, I mean, that's Stan. He's so into the, the books, right? When you're so in and you come back out and you're like, oh, I got to deal with people again. I'm talking to people again. And it's right. like, I, I know I've been in that, those states where you get so immersed in that, that you, you have a hard time finding your way back for a little yeah. while. And that's where Stan spends a lot of his time. Yep. He's great there. I mean, it's good. I mean, Dude, I learned some stuff that hour with him. That was yeah, really. Cool. I mean, both Jared, Jared and I Definitely were were like going okay, and and I, I can follow it, you know, kind of intuitively on some of these things. But some of these pathways we haven't explored, and we try to explain them, and it's like, oh, there's another layer there. So there you go. Let's see. So anyway, but uh, all right, yeah, I would say 
Based on that, let's hold over one day delay on the uh, hit homeopathic hit. Yeah, I and think that way, makes sense. It was, it was Apis Malefica. So yes. uh, don't get stung between now and tomorrow until we talk about it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think uh, tomorrow, let's see, an hour yeah, one, got? We've, we've got Lay, Lee Bortons on. We'll find right. out what's going on with that. And we should have Ty Bollinger tomorrow. Okay, we haven't had Ty in a while. I will verify. He said he would be available this week, and we'll finally mm -hmm. get him on to talk about it. Was, uh, very interesting. The um, one of the Secret Service guys that was mm -hmm. there when JFK got assassinated. He was actually in the car. In the car. I Tell think me he was something about this because I haven't read this, Super Don, and yeah. and I actually this was back in the '90s in my days of doing all these research. We actually requested a copy of the the, the Zapruder film from the National Archives, mm -hmm. and they they sent it to us because we you know they they were allowing people to investigate for you know historical and or you know you're investigative journalist right you can you can we actually got a copy and reviewed it frame by frame by frame and we came me and another guy came to the conclusion that the guy in the front seat the secret service guy in the passenger seat or was it the driver again i, I haven't visited this in a while turned around and actually fired the shot the kill shot right into the front of uh Kennedy's oh really skull. Yeah, because it threw his head back, if you remember, which made no sense yeah. by a, a shot coming from the back. But again, I don't know what the revelation is, what you're talking about. If you can say it here, that's fine. Otherwise, we can well, we'll it. save it for tomorrow. But he's he definitely does not agree with what happened uh, with the, the official. What was it called? The, the, the Warren, Commission. Warren Commission. That's right. Yeah, of course. So he, he, disag he disagrees with with some of the things about that. He was right there when it happened. I mean, you probably couldn't find somebody that was any closer to the situation than him. And so, yeah. anyway, um, I know that the JFK assassination is something that Ty is really into. Um, yeah. And so, I wanted to give him a chance to kind of revisit. Well, and that, that was the basis that. for that was the basis for Liam Sheff's book, uh, the official stories, right? Mm. The the magic bullet theory. There's always a magic bullet everywhere, and you know he wrote about that and wrote about so many things in official stories, and of course. Ty borrowed uh, from Liam to put his uh, Monumental Myths book together as well mm. and acknowledged him. But uh, I'm just, uh, man, I, I'm just quite amazed by, uh, I pulled out the wrong thing here. I, was like, I thought I pulled out the audio and I pulled out the video. But uh, I'm just always amazed by uh, the layers of deceit that are continuing to this day. And that um, was it Biden himself reclassified things that should have been long unclassified at this point? Yeah. Well, it'll be an interesting conversation tomorrow for sure. Like I said, it's one thing, one of the things he's very passionate about. So I'm looking forward to, to having yeah. him, uh, having him talking about that. So that'll be tomorrow. Yep. And, uh, you'll be back in studio tomorrow, correct? Yes. Back in studio. Oh, God, thank God. I mean, it, I'm okay. glad I'm here because I love, I uh, love my friend Jared and what he's doing. I'm so glad we could be here with Jonathan Emore today, but, uh, man, now, are we going to have Emore again on Thursday? Um, no, no, no. Cause tonight he's going to be here, but he's going to fly out. He's heading to San Diego. He's got an event with turning point USA down in San Diego next. Okay. So, he'll so Thursday will just be a regular day. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know the answer to that. You know, I, I'd like to just, think, yeah, just I, clarify with him we'll, okay. when, when you see him later. Give him a day off if he's, if he's in the midst of travel and stuff, I'll need to find that out. So, but okay. we've done a lot, we've done a lot of good stuff. And if anybody saw the, uh, the Instagram live this morning, 
Um, that was great. Uh, as you said, it got hijacked, but it was sort of like split screen until I figured out how to clear it. Cause I, I don't do that Instagram live stuff much. And I had to figure <laughs> it out on the fly. Eventually I figured I, it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's, it's funny because it's, it goes split screen. Yeah. And then there's somebody else there and they're like opening up a cabinet door and you could just make out like their forehead as they're leaning okay. over doing something or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. what is this? Yeah. So, but I anyway, it's still, it's still caught, you know, everything else that was going on. So yeah, no, it's very good. Good stuff. Good stuff. So any other questions coming in through the chat room? Anything going on? Nothing Rumble. going on over at Rumble. We got people okay. watching, but uh, just hanging out. Yeah, no, it looks like we're all caught up. So Okay, upcoming events. Uh, remember, I'll be in Houston, but that's sold out. So if you don't have tickets already, 10-year anniversary of Healing Strong's coming up. And then we have the Nutritional Frontiers event in Pittsburgh. That's the 6th, 7th, and 8th of October. We got the 7th and 8th, or is it the 6th and 7th? I'm sorry, 6th and 7th. Uh, that, that's with Jared and I. We're going to be there along with Dr. Pierre Corey, Meryl Nass, Jancy Chung-Lindsay, a lot of other cool people that will be where we are. And that's in West Jordan, Utah, on the 7th of October. Uh, then we got the Health Freedom Expo, big time. We got Brian Artis, Dr. Brian Artis, scheduled keynote. He's going to do a bonus workshop Saturday evening at the Health Freedom Expo. If you missed the Healing for the Ages event, you're going to want to come to the Health Freedom Expo, trinityhealthfreedomexpo.com. Uh, and you, I don't know if there is exhibit space left, but consider it. Then we have the Great Northwest Awakening, Patriots United uh, in Washington State, just across the border from Oregon, Portland. Uh, is going to be Saturday, October 21st, an all-day event at the Clark County Event Center in Ridgefield, Washington. And that's at we, uh, sorry, it's Patriots United Washington, for WA, patriotsunitedwa.com. Then we have the Heal Your Family Naturally, the Warners, uh, Drs. Terry and Stu Warner. And that's also following the F7 Film Festival. That's going to be November 3rd through 5th. And I'll be there emceeing the event, speaking at the event, Judy Mikovits and so many other, Jack Wolfson and more. Uh, then uh, we had Tracy Slepsevic was on it from Las Vegas. She's got her Autism Health Summit that I'll be one of the speakers along with Dr. Andy Wakefield, Brian Hooker, Dr. James Lyons-Weiler uh, and more. So uh, you guys check that out. Upcoming events tab and we'll add things to it as we get more confirmation. So um, thank you for sharing the show. Uh, thank you. If you can become a patron supporter, our next patron uh, AMA on Zoom is what date, Super Don? Do you know? 25th. It's a Monday. Be next next Monday. 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Yes, sir. Correct. Okay. So we'll see you there. And for those of you who are grateful for all the extra stuff we're giving you for free, uh, and I joke with Super Don about that, but the homeopathic hit <laughs> of the day will happen tomorrow because uh, this these these audio glitches also kind of threw things off. But thanks, no. Stan, for being on. Thanks to Jared for hosting us for this live broadcast as well. So anything else before we wrap it up? No, that's it. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. And we'll be back tomorrow. You guys have a good afternoon, and we'll see you then.